0: Come to party, come to get hit. Music loud, is little bit hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the fit was switch I come to party, come to get hit. Music loud, is little bit hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the fit was switch In four, three, two, one, boom. All right. So off the top, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we've ever done a podcast this late at night. Literally, it's like three oh three AM, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, this is exactly what the doctor ordered. Baby, we're back. It's episode three hundred and forty of Kicking It. With the motherfucking king, it's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. Joining me here, as always, you guys can follow me on Instagram at G the King underscore official as well obviously KWTK pod on instagram and twitter as well follow us there as well um like i said you can find our podcast everywhere you get your shows mainly um exclusively on spotify and apple podcasts you can find us there as well um kicking with the king is available everywhere you get your shows exclusively um, be sure to like share rate and review where you can and um i've been seeing a lot of that lately and I'm very thankful for it, you know, even though I haven't done a podcast since, I think, when's the last date? Let's literally look. I was doing, uh, I was still telling my brother, I was like, I have not done a podcast in a while. And it's been since April 5th, okay, so this is April 5th. So April 5th, now it's April 13th, so 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. So a little bit over a week. So, you know, it just depends on the way that you count a week. Some people say, like, five days is a week. Some people say that seven days is a week. It's like a work week technically is Monday through Friday. You know, a week week is, you know, Monday through Sunday. So, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But it just depends on what you're seeing. You know what I mean? So, it's been a little bit over a week, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm certainly sorry. I'm definitely sorry for the delay, but, hey, better late than ever. And, um, you know, like I said, I've been catching up on a lot of sleep lately. Like, like I find myself sleeping until, like, about 12.30 or something like that, 12.30 p.m. or some shit. You know, sometimes 1 p.m., but, you know, just been catching up on sleep, um... Definitely getting some good sleep in, for sure. Like, definitely when you work, night shifts. Definitely when you put your body through a lot. You know, you got to rest. You got to recover. And you got to relax and come back from uh, the hardships. You know what I mean? So, that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, uh, On our list today for our show, I mean, this is kind of segueing into what we're going to be talking about. Like, I have been watching the fights. I did watch the, the Vittori versus Holland fight night. Uh, as much as i could it was early on in the morning so i caught a lot of the main card i caught um jim miller's fight and from there on to the main card and you know i went back and you know got to the co-main event and was able just got arrived just in time for the co-main and the main event too and then you know, there's a lot to talk about on today's show. So, like I said, we're nearly three minutes in Ladies Jones. So, like I said, welcome into episode 340 of Kicking It With the King. Um, we got a lot. There's a good, substantial amount to talk about on today's show. So, I uh, genuinely, like I said, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, light up your joint, pour your tequila shots, do whatever you need to do. Sit back and relax and get ready because we have a great show planned today. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, upcoming. Um, obviously, Whitaker versus Calvin Gaslam's fight week. Um, big implications in the UFC middleweight division right now, considering what just happened previously with Vittori taking on Kevin Holland. Um, for that Kevin Holland versus Marvin Vittori fight, I personally thought it would go the way that it went. You know, I, I had picked Perfect pick, uh, Marvin Vittori by unanimous Decision. I just thought, and you hear my praise when it comes to Marvin Vittori. Man, it's just, this guy's a future world champion. And what he was able to do against Kevin Holland, you know, he took his best shots. I mean, Kevin Holland fired back. He seemed a lot more disciplined in this fight than he did in the Derek Brunson fight a few weeks back. But, hey, it still wasn't enough against the surging Marvin Vittori. I mean, he had a close fight with Israel Adesanya. He claims he's uncrowned champion and very well might be, man. I mean, you can only imagine a rematch with those two down the line. Um, you know, there's, only, there's people that are tailored made for you when it comes to matchups. And I think that Marvin Vittori is one of those guys that's tailor-made matchup. And he's a bad matchup for Israel Adesanya at this point in time, man. That's big. That's a lot of hype. And what Marvin was able to do to Kevin Holland, I did talk about this briefly the other day. Uh, We did a podcast the other day, but I didn't end up liking it, so I ended up saving it. But we literally talked about this the other day. You know, depending on what happens this weekend with Rob and Calvin Gaslam, we'll warrant the potential middleweight title shot. So say Rob Whitaker has an amazing performance against Calvin Gaslam. We'll get to see potentially maybe Rob Whitaker is the one that's going to be fighting Israel Adesanya next. I mean, Marvin Vittori jumping over um, the likes of Derek Brunson and the likes of Robert Whitaker. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think about because Marvin Vittori just beat Kevin Holland as well. And Derek Brunson just beat Kevin Holland as well. But I don't know if you're going off the rankings or who deserves it and stuff like that i mean if you've seen the first israel adesanya fight against Derek brunson i don't think anybody's talking about a rematch anytime soon i mean marvin vittori however rematch wise when it comes to israel adesanya that'll be one of the fights man that, that that's bound to happen marvin vittori keeps winning he keeps looking good i mean he did what he needed to do literally i thought he was going to utilize his wrestling and his grappling i mean i know he's a tough guy on the feet he likes to stand up he's superior when it comes to a stand-up stand-up game he's a phenomenal kickboxer he's very fast he's very uh, has really really good cardio as well very powerful and very um you know obviously very composed and you know, he's just, he's just everything about Marvin Vittori spells world champion. And that's exactly what I've seen in the Kevin Holland fight. That's exactly what I've seen in the Hermanson fight. And every single fucking fight that Vittori comes in, he's well prepared. He comes in and, and looks amazing. He's in great shape. He has a chin on him. And, you know, he can go the distance. He can grapple. And he's a big, strong And a very fucking promising guy. So, I mean, with the win that he had over Holland, regardless of if Brunson's beating him or anything like that i mean it, it proves because Vittorio was already on a fast track to a middleweight title shot considering how close his fight was with israel i mean the fact that israel was able to toy around and beat the fuck out of brunson the way he was able to to was able to do i mean shows you that there's levels to this game now mma math is you know you can't compare it and i know it's a big myth and you know people are so divided when it comes to their opinions and stuff but look at the way that fucking israel played with brunson in that fight and look at the fight Vittori had with Israel. And styles make fights. Israel Adesanya is is a tailor-made matchup for Vittori. Vittori is a tailor-made matchup for for Israel Adesanya. A lot of people thought Vittori won. A lot of people are very high on Vittori, including myself. It's 3.11 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. I'm super high on Vittori, along with being super high as well, man. Um, I, I took a couple of shots and stuff like that, and uh, I'm drinking a voodoo beer, too. I Well, I had drank a voodoo beer, so we're a little buzzed here on this episode, but it doesn't matter because the truth is the truth. Vittori looks good, man, and if Rob... Versus Kelvin is a boring-ass fight or some shit like that. It's going to be hard to determine who the next number one contender is. That's why we're banking and the pressure's on for the winner of Saturday night's main event between Kelvin and Rob. Whoever puts on the best phenomenal performance could be the one to fight Israel Adesanya next. If not, then Vittori may get the shot. If if it's not a good fight, Vittori may get the shot. If it is... Then Rob will submit his status once again and also be the number one contender, and solidify himself. I mean, he's already the number one contender. I mean, he's back to back wins, and another win would be, you know, uh, would warrant him a win streak. And and regardless of what you think about the matchup, I mean, I thought Israel asanya you know, handily beat him, and you know, kind of passing on the torch in a way. I mean, I thought Israel beat Rob pretty handedly. I mean, I don't know what could be different in the rematch, especially when you win the way Israel won. But that just shows you how crazy the sport is. And that just shows you um, everything that could happen in the sport. So, I mean, you could watch it and you could see the progression. I mean, Calvin Gaslum's no easy fight anyways. It easily could be Calvin Gaslum coming out with the win as well. You don't know. You never know. You just never know in this crazy-ass sport. I mean, if you want to go back and look at the potential fights, you look at the fight that Israel had with Kelvin. Israel's face was the bust most busted up it's ever been when he fought Kelvin. So, I mean, Kelvin's a warrior. I mean, he's not going to go out easily. I mean, he had a win, uh, amazing win over Ian Heinrich in his last fight. You know, had a, a couple of real tough fights before that. But he's coming off a win. Um, he uses great wrestling. I mean, he has great striking. He's very fluid on his feet. He has great submissions as well. Great wrestling. And, you know, very sound and fluid striking too. So, Calvin Grassland brings everything. Um, and, you know, obviously, he's going to be fighting a world champion. A former world champion in the form of Robert Whittaker. And, man, that's going to be a striker's paradise. It's going to be a great fight. Very excited to see what happens with that one. And like I said, one more time, whoever emerges victorious. And if it's an impressive fashion, then that will warrant them to probably potentially pass Vittori and pass Brunson. I mean Brunson, I mean, I don't I don't know where you how you want me to say this. I mean, I know obviously sitting here on the on the on this chair and you know, looking on into this potential, you know, title run for all these potential fighters looking at this shit from the outside people are going to talk some shit i mean but brunson versus adesanya too you really think that's going to be any more competitive i mean israel adesanya is going to look even more impressive in the rematch that that shouldn't even be a talked about fight brunson versus israel too it's literally whoever whoever wins with whitaker versus gaslam will potentially fight for the title next or it will be marvin vittori there's no one else he already tried the, the stick at light heavyweight. It didn't work. Israel lost at light heavyweight. So now he has to defend his middleweight title. It will be against Rob Whitaker, Kelvin Gaslam, or Marvin Vittori, depending on how amazing they look. And I just said that like five billion times. But like I said, Vittori, going back to Vittori's fight with Holland, he did what he needed to do. He did exactly what I thought he was going to do. And that was a perfect pick for me. Um, I also picked, uh, Arnold Allen to beat Sadiq Yusuf, too. So, um, that was a great, perfect pick for me as well. Arnold Allen's super fucking good. And it's like, damn, dude, I think he beat the shit out of Gilbert Melendez. And, you know, he did what he needed to do in the Sadiq Yusuf fight, too. So, that was great for him. Um, we also, honestly, we were, we were, uh, we're, we're I think we are sixth, the. Uh, boxing match and uh the long i'm not gonna sit here and hype this bullshit up in a way like i said i'm happy for it and i'm hyped for it to see what happens but i'm not gonna sit here and like you know it's like the long-awaited ultimate match but you know the boxing match between ben Askren taking on jake paul is coming up and uh you know obviously like i said a lot of people are excited about it a lot of people you know obviously are thinking about it And, you know, there's a lot of pressure on a lot of people's backs because they're wanting to label Ben Askren as that guy who's going over to boxing to, you know, defend the world of mixed martial arts. And if Jake Paul puts together a few good combinations and is able to withstand Ben's toughness and knock him out, Then he will Ben Askren getting knocked out by a YouTuber is gonna be the laughing stock of twenty twenty one. The memes are never gonna end, the shit talk's never gonna end. But on the other hand, if Ben Askren comes out and uses that toughness and uses everything he's that's brought him to his world titles and Bellator and and one F C and all that, all this credentials all his stuff that's made ben Askren a olympic caliber fighter and a high level athlete the way he's trained for many years when jake paul was a little baby man i mean ben Askren's like you know obviously he's like his father i mean ben askin's had some really good performances over in bellator over in the ufc you know very briefly and, you know, just, you know, he's won belts and stuff. And he's been champion of an organization, of, of organizations. I mean, one, one FC champion at one time, the Bellator champion. And, you know, his style at the time, when uh, when we are very green in this sport, you know, he was able to take people down. And, you know, they couldn't stop the takedown, similarly to Khabib. But Khabib's like the modern-day Ben Askren, in a way, but, you know, it's so much more improvements and way better striking, obviously. And, you know, Ben Askren's not really a striker. I mean, we've seen that on display against Damian Maya. He looked like absolute trash. But, you know, like I said, Ben Askren, I mean, thinking about the matchup, I mean, I'd say Jake Paul looks a lot more cleaner on the pads. Like I said, pads don't hit back. But clean-wise, highlight-wise, I'd say Jake Paul looks absolutely fucking good. Logan Paul looks absolutely fucking good on the pads as well, I mean, these guys are for real, they both have wrestling backgrounds, I mean, Jake Paul's a great entertainer as well, I mean, his promos, uh, his shit talk of specific MMA fighters, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the videos and all that, I mean, he's he's a funny guy, I, I like his style, I like how he is, I like the way he, uh, you know, carries himself, I mean, it's a little bit snobby, and, you know, obviously a lot of people can find it cringe-wise, and just cheesy and all that. But, you know, if Ben Askren uh, d- doesn't watch out, man, from the Masvidal knee KO to a Jake Paul KO loss, it's not going to look good if you're Ben Askren. And considering the fact that if he does lose his fight with Jake Paul, then, you know, you got to think that's going to tarnish his legacy a lot. Obviously, like I said, if I if I were thinking about it and I was suggesting it to other people, I wouldn't say that his legacy's tarnished. I'm just saying that. Come on, dude. The writing's on the wall. Like you're not a good boxer. Um, he looks good on the pad. I mean, he doesn't even. He's slow on the pads, and yeah, you know, we don't really. have seen. We haven't seen a striking display from Ben Askren. I mean, you know, ninety percent of Ben Askren's fights have been him dominating via wrestling. Not striking. He's not out striking people. I mean, one of his biggest credentialed wins against a guy who's known for his superior striking and regarded as still one of the best welterweights in the world is uh, Douglas Lima. Douglas Lima's striking is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the way Ben Askren was able to beat Douglas Lima back then, but Douglas Lima was a champion and and Douglas Hume a champion nowadays too and you think of what Dave, what Ben Askren was able to do. Ben Askren was regarded as one of the most dangerous guys that was a grappler at the time. You know what I mean? Like people were I remember when people were talking about matching him up with Khabib and stuff at the time and you know he was having his his career over in one championship and you know people are always if like it was always what if with Ben Askren and then finally the UFC and one championship do that historic trade and then DJ Demetrius Johnson who just recently lost in by vicious knockout nasty knee nasty uppercut man Adriano Moraes is fucking good, I man. That's another fucking thing. A big historic trade the UFC had to trading Demetrius Johnson um, for Ben Askren. And then you get Ben Askren, and his UFC career is short-lived. But now he's going to fight Jake Paul. I mean, we've seen the whole MMA to boxing and boxing to MMA transitions. With James Toney, it didn't go that well. I mean, Conor did carry Floyd Mayweather. For 10 rounds but you know a lot of people more people know he took an advantage of every single part of that fight in any given time in those moments but you know he carried it he put on a good fight it was good promo i mean mcgregor did something that nobody's been able to do in the ufc and going over and fighting a boxer one of the best boxers of all time Uh, And making lots of money like he's been able to do and and there's just nobody like McGregor anyways and speaking of McGregor we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him we'll talk about the aggressive tweets he had with Poirier and you know talking about the donations potentially and you know the fight potentially being off according to mcgregor and all that wild shit that they're talking about we'll talk about the crazy tweets and stuff but let me just finish my points on that we have a lot of stuff to the jake paul stuff too and just everything man we got it there's everything to talk about on the show so um like i said i mean out of all people ben askren we're choosing ben askren to represent the mma community when he goes and boxes jake paul so if he loses man I mean, it's not like they lost to a YouTuber, just like, you know, really, realistically, if he loses to Jake Paul, who, who's not an MMA fighter, who's never fought in MMA before, who's never fought in the UFC, who's never fought MMA fights, who's trained and you know, he's had a couple boxing matches against people who've never boxed, who've never had a career, who's never been athletes. I mean, Nate Robinson athlete but not a fighter not a boxer didn't even know how to box he sucked he looked horrible of course jake paul's gonna make a a mockery of him i mean jake paul made him look bad you shouldn't have been in the ring with Jake Paul. I mean, a wrestling background. I mean, when you're a wrestler and you wrestling, you start your career with wrestling, and then you develop your striking. Man, that's the best base to become a world champion. I mean, look at the history. Look at the UFC's history of world champions that have had wrestling backgrounds. I mean, at the top, T. J. Dillashaw. I mean, Steve A. was a world champion. He was a wrestler. Um, uh, who Who else? Frankie Edgar, a wrestler. Um, D.C. wrestler John Jones wrestler. Anderson Silva was a a Muay Thai striker. Featherweight. I mean, who was wrestler? I mean, I mean, lots of these guys were in Ryan Bader, wrestler, became world champion not in the UFC but in Bellator. I mean, a lot of these guys that be were wrestlers. Or dominant, uh, dominant, uh, you know, obviously became dominant with their striking and shit. So, what I mean, like, wrestling is one of the strongest bases that you can have. And, you know, the fact that these Jake, the Jake Paul and the Logan Paul brothers, you know, both come from wrestling backgrounds. I mean, I've seen Jake Paul hit pads, I've seen him hit the uh, bag, and, you know, he obviously on paper looks a lot better than Ben Askren. I mean, he, he's. Shined a lot better in his boxing than Ben Askren has in his entire career when it comes to striking. Because really, realistically, like I said, Ben Askren's a grappling heavy, wrestling heavy kind of guy, and uh, it's it's just it's so fucking crazy to try to sit here and predict something that's gonna happen because it's like you just don't know in this wild sport. I mean, a lot of people are gonna complete predict. A complete washout by Ben Askren to defeat Jake Paul, because it's like if he doesn't defeat this non MMA fighter guy, YouTube guy who's boxed for a few years and shit, or however long that he's been working on this shit. Like, I mean, other than that, I mean, if if Ben if Ben loses, man, it's like your entire career, everyone you fought and the that were the were the best in the world, you know, it really shows you that that I guess that didn't mean anything. I mean. He's losing handedly to Damian Maya. Ben Askren did. And, you know, obviously the Masvidal fight happened too quickly and all that. I mean, it's unfortunate that that was Ben Askren. You look at the historic career that Ben Askren's had. So, I mean, leading into that Mosvidal fight and then the fact that he was on a, a losing end of a highlight reel knockout that's gone viral thousands of times... It's, it's crazy to think that Masvidal did that to all people. I mean, Ben Askren of all people. Pretty crazy to actually think about, you know. But, you know, like I said, his head is on a pedestal. And he goes, he goes against Jay Paul in six days, man. Interesting fight. I, I don't know, honestly. Regardless if you think it's a bullshit freak show fight. Still very interesting to think about because... You look at something, I mean, Jake Paul obviously looked more cleaner on the pads. And, you know, I can't judge pads because pads don't back. But Jake Paul's clearly looked better in the striking realm. And, you know, obviously, who knows if there was a wrestling match. Might be a little bit different. I mean, Ben Askren's very good in wrestling. You can't judge him. You can't go against him. You can't do any of these things. But who knows? It's a boxing match. Ben's not going to be able to use his grappling and wrestling that would get him success. I mean, either Ben Askren's gonna come in there, and I mean, what are the keys to victory, dude? Like, what what are the simple keys to victory that we got here? I mean, what Ben Askren's gonna have his toughness? His toughness is gonna get him through the fight. No, you, you guys you guys do remember me talking about this on the podcast, but toughness does not win you fights. Your hands, your head movement your ability to pick your shots wisely that does maybe he can weather the storm and turn it on later on in, in the fight i mean i know ben askin did pick some wild perform- i think it was like like, said like a seventh round tko or something pretty bold i mean i mean depending on if jake paul's ready to go the um the extra mile and and go through what he needs to go through when he fights Ben Askren. I mean that that's the biggest fight he could potentially have. I mean, out of all the people Jake Paul's talked about and fought, like Ben Askren's for sure the credentialed opponents. He he probably has uh you know enough uh credential wins and and stuff like that for. Uh, at least 3 of those people. I mean Nate Robinson probably could have had a good uh, you know, <laughs> Nate uh, he he didn't have any experience, but like Ben Askren is the most credentialed person that Jake Paul's ever fought, for sure. And probably will fight. I mean, curious to see if he does win this fight with Ben Askren, what could be next for him? I mean, I'm a big fan. I mean, if these guys really want to, you know, transition to boxing, I mean, the Logan Paul KSI fight happened that did loads of numbers and stuff loads of money and stuff So, it was, so it's like these guys generate money and if they're going to generate over in, in the world of combat sports and by all means you have my respect completely I don't know what's going to happen in this Ben Askren Jake Paul fight but you know the writings on the wall obviously like I said to sum this last part up before we move into our next topic Jake Paul obviously looks super superior on the pads. He hits hard. He looks good. And he's looking to add Ben Askren's head to his highly real knockout list. I mean, if you look at the Nate Robinson viral knockout, I mean, <laughs> it would have sucked to be Nate Robinson. And it will suck to be Ben Askren if he comes up short in this fight with Jake Paul. I mean, it will be this will be one of the biggest wins over a, a fighter. And this will be one of the biggest wins for Jake Paul. And there will be a lot coming for paul if he is successful I mean, like i said if he's successful he's gonna want to call out more ufc probably guy ufc guys but you know ben Askren really not the most credentialed guy when it comes to striking like i was saying and you know it could be another easily tailored main matchup and you know obviously like i said regardless of the conditioning regardless of anything else i i think ben Askren's gonna be well prepared for this one it's not gonna be easy fight for jake paul but it's it's going to... I don't know. I, I don't have a prediction here. I'm going to wait and I'm going to look and I'm going to see what happens when it comes to that. So, um like I said, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, um, quickly do some plugs. Do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKpod. As well, um, King underscore official on Instagram as well. And like I said, I have Snapchat. I have TikTok. have all of the above. You can click the link in my Instagram bio for everything man My like my snapchat my only fan i'm just kidding i don't have OnlyFan. i mean i do but just to follow like models and shit like that um but i don't pay for anything like that anymore um but yeah man like i said follow us like share rate review we're available we always post on social media every time a brand new episode is dropped and i looked at the stats earlier and i was like oh wow it looks like some people are still listening to this podcast and i haven't done one in a week or so a little bit over a week so be interesting like obviously to see what we're going to do moving forward so um to move on with our subject ladies and gentlemen like i said we went from jake paul boxing ben askren to obviously the heated now heated reignited heated rivalry between the notorious one conor mcgregor and dustin poirier so, I mean, I don't know if you remember the whole Connor promising to pay like 500000 or something to the Poirier's charity. I know Khabib's paid uh, to Dustin Poirier's charity as well. I mean, he it's a it's a pretty well-documented story and a beautiful story if you're one Dustin Poirier. I mean, being a guy who gives to his community, gives to people who are less fortunate, and it's an overall great guy. I mean, the Good Fight Foundation organization that he founded and he he openly supports and stuff i mean it's beautiful to see what he's done with the people over the years and all that so you no know, obviously like i said connor did say something about a donation to his uh organization and you know talks about that i mean they're tweeting back and forth how saying how you know that no the t- connor's team didn't answer shit and you know obviously they completely ignored it when it come came time to you know kind of Analyzing potentially where the donations go to and all that. And it, it was just a complete mess. And, you know, they're airing each other out and talking shit on Twitter, replying. And, you know, obviously it, just, it got nasty, man. It got real nasty. But uh, when it comes to the third fight, man, it's going to be interesting because I actually did skim through the second fight when I was um earlier at work. I was on my break and I skimmed through and I was just looking, man. You know, obviously, Conor's stance is just so much more different and so much boxing-based, and, you know, he usually used a lot of his kicks and stuff, but he really didn't use his kicks in that fight. He looked like a completely different fighter. And I remember watching it, and I was just like, you know, damn, that's crazy, because I do believe I was under the influence when I first watched Poirier versus Conor number 2, and now I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's like, damn, that's just crazy, dude. It's just crazy. I mean, for Poirier to get that big win over Conor the way he did, super impressive. Even more impressive than the Floyd Mayweather one. I mean, Floyd was playing around, and, you know, he got the job done later on, but for MMA, no one really ever did that to Conor. So the Floyd fight was the other time other time he got stopped. And obviously, in MMA, Conor has lost before he got to the UFC and stuff, and you know, obviously he comes off that loss to Poirier and he was knocked out in that one. So they're one and one with stoppages, finishes over each other. Um, obviously I, I I think regardless of the trash talk and the bullshit, Connor looks good in rematches. And obviously, like I said, Poirier uh looked good in the rematch with Connor as well, but you know, he was able to get the job done early on and you know, like I said, for Connor I felt like he was very on his feet. Very very um stiff. I'm mean, not saying that he didn't look good. I mean he landed where he needed to land, and you know, he picked his shots pretty wisely in that fight and shit like that. But you know, I I'd see that I would think and see that there's like adjustments to be made when it comes to this third fight because you look at the, if you're Connor, then you're looking at it on the side of Poirier. The calf kicks were big big fucking part but you know then again connor's wide stance and you know that boxing mentality and kind of reminded me of a boxer when he was in there like you know he just wasn't that light on his feet and he wasn't moving his feet and he didn't like you know obviously like i said you know that front kick crane kick that connor does the front kick of the body he always does and just his movement i don't know if you've seen the video of connor hitting pads or kicking uh you know kicking the pads and you know it's kind of like vintage mcgregor and then you know you kind of see him a little bit more aggressive when it comes to his tweets and posts and stuff like that i mean that's like the classic connor the classic connor of old that we need back that you know got himself that warranted him uh a title shot i mean like i said for Connor to get a job get the job done over Poirier, that would be amazing. For Poirier to get the job done over Connor again would be unfortunate for a lot of fans, but you know, you also get the loyal fans that have followed Poirier for the years and, you know, want to see him become the undisputed world champion of the world. I mean, obviously, like I said, with the win over McGregor for Poirier, if he's able to do this again, I think that will be um that will have him on the short list to uh, fight for the title next. I mean, obviously, like I said, we've got um Chandler versus Oliveira too, to decide, but then obviously the winner of Connor versus Poirier three will you know will probably be considered for the next shot two and the next spot as well. And we gotta sit there and think about that too. So, I mean, it's an amazing fight. Like I said, when it comes to rematches, Connor you know, obviously, like I said, as um I keep saying, like I said, I'm so fucking sorry, but Connor has come into fights and you know look completely different considering the first time considering the first fights I mean, Conor has come back a couple of times in the fight with Nate Diaz he made adjustments the second time and you know second time with with Poirier you know unfortunately didn't go his way and you know it ended in the second round but you know he you know he he has who he has around him and you know I'm sure Conor knows what he did wrong and you know obviously he's not a stupid guy he has a very intelligent team behind him, good manager, good training partners, and, you know, obviously, like I said, he's he became a world champion, and I'm pretty sure he can do it again. You know what I mean? It's pretty crazy to think about. But, you know, like I said, it's an interesting fight. I do hope it happens. I know there was a couple little mentions in the tweet that it may not potentially happen. Cause, you know, Connor seemed to be a little bit angry at Poirier for talking about the whole money thing and... You know, I guess I don't know what the fuck happened to the money. You know, it was money that was supposed to go there and then, you know, Connor wanted to use that money that he was supposed to get, I mean and use it for something else. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, Connor obviously, like I said, is uh we'd like to see him get back to his winning ways. Um he's looked good in rematches. The well the the only rematch he's had or rematches that connor has had i think if i'm not mistaken in the ufc were the, the the fights with poirier the second the first and second one obviously you know the first one um the first fight was connor versus poirier was in connor slept poirier second time um obviously will was the, the one where poirier slept connor in the second and you know third time to try it would be kind of interesting to to see because these guys are these guys are one and one. So it'll always be interesting to see how Poirier versus Connor goes again and, you know, see the adjustments that Connor's made as well as Poirier because Poirier looks good in rematches as well. So, you know, I mean like I said, I don't know who to pick when it comes to these matchups. Like I'm I'm so excited and I just I just don't know who to pick. And, you know, obviously like I said we could break it a little bit more down but, you know, realistically, man, it's just May the best man win when it comes to this. You know what I mean? I mean I've been wanting to see this for a long time. I mean, I, like I said, it was unfortunate to see what happened to Connor in the second. But, hey, man, he can't sleep on Dustin Poirier. I mean, that guy is a dog. That guys will fight for what he needs to fight for. And he'll be there from bell to bell. And, you know, he showed you exactly who he was when he got the job done with Connor. I mean, it was a big fight for him and a big win. A lot more pressure on Poirier's back because Poirier lost in impressive fashion in the first fight and you know obviously he lost to Khabib I mean who hasn't lost to Khabib but you know we we got to see what Poirier was made of in that five corner I mean landed a nasty calf kicks being first on those and you know essentially you know, guiding his way to victory. That, that's what got him to win over Connor. I mean, I am I hope the fight happens. I, I don't think that Connor was serious about the whole not happening thing. Because he was mad and stuff. I don't think that's how contracts work. But we'll get to see that potentially happening. Um Real exciting, obviously. I don't know when that's going to happen. I do believe it's like July or something like that. And then obviously we got the... Um, chandler versus oliveira card as well i mean that's going to be interesting as thing what happens Um, am really excited to see what happens with the middleweight division this weekend and um then some like i said i mean we haven't done podcasts in a while ladies and gentlemen so um i mean it's been a while so like i said for this episode we're not going to nearly go to an hour but we will have more episodes coming up very soon in the near week. And we're not going to go anywhere near longer like we did last time, too. So, um, fight pick-wise, I mean, I have to go. With, I, would, I would like to see Rob get the win over Kelvin. And, you know, set up a middleweight title shot rematch with Israel. I'm um, interesting. Like I said, I mean, I think it, it, it would be good for Rob. I think he obviously has been able to show how good he is over the years these men were slated to fight back then and now we're getting the opportunity to see it this weekend so that'll be good i can't wait for that one um like i said i can't wait for poirier versus connor three if it happens it happens and um what else are we like what else I feel like there's, like, a major announcement that we're missing. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, we'll probably think about it. It might come back to mind, but, you know, I think we'll talk about it, like, on the next show. But, yeah, like, some real detailed back uh, breakdowns when it comes to when we came down to the the Jake Paul and Ben Askren and stuff like that. I, I mean, that's cool, man, sitting back and talking about these fights and stuff that happened and and all that and uh for Kevin Holland going back to that I do think he will be back better than ever it's unfortunate that he has two losses in 2021 um you know obviously like I said nobody wants to start the year off with two losses in a row but you know both times I mean he you know, he had he got his way up to the middleweight title a uh, middle not middleweight title shot but a middleweight you know big main event and in the second one Obviously looked a lot better, but he's fighting a guy, in Marvin Vittori. It's world championship level material, so you got to watch out because this guy's trying to be world champion. and He'll smash anybody's dreams that are in there, you know what I mean? Anybody that that has dreams of being a world champion and you got to fight Marvin Vittori, just know that your dreams are going to be severely tested. So that's what happened. We'll get to see what happens with the middleweight title fight this weekend, and then we'll talk about Vittori potentially fighting the winner of whitaker versus gaslam if not if he doesn't get the title shot or if rob isn't willing to do that one like that you know what i mean like you know if rob gets to win this weekend then we'll we'll probably see israel versus rob if not then i don't really know yeah because he's already seen we already seen kelvin versus izzy too i mean if kelvin comes in and sleeps Wh- whitaker super fast or some shit like that and looks amazing like like he i know he could then that would potentially be, like, the next fight, too. I mean, there's a lot of crazy fights to think about what could potentially happen in the near future, but we're going to save that for another day. I am so fucking tired, ladies and gentlemen. It, it, it's, uh, it's, it's Tuesday, uh, April 13th. Uh, 2021 ladies and gentlemen like one of the latest podcasts we've done we did get to 40 minutes though like i'm still getting exhausted you know coming off of a long day at work and then coming home and you know hopping right on the pod and stuff like that i genuinely appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to the show when we weren't um live and stuff like that Generally genuinely appreciate it so by the time you guys hear this one it will be tomorrow already and uh, like I said, I'll probably edit and post it in the morning officially and do all the promotion and stuff like that, too. So uh, without further ado, ladies, and gentlemen, I think that's everything for our show today. We're kind of a little short today, but that's why we have more episodes coming in the near future. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Like I said, follow me on Twitter at G the King or uh, not G the King, a real G the King on Twitter, um, G the King underscore official on instagram and obviously like i said we're very active on our official podcast page um i do have my name on the podcast page so don't get confused when it comes to which instagram to follow you should follow my official one g the king underscore official as well as um everything else ladies and gentlemen you know obviously um kwtk pod on instagram as well so um like I said, um, do follow us, like, share, rate, review. And like I said, shout out to Anchor for um, guiding us through it step by step and making every single process when it comes to the podcast super easily. So shout out for the great team over there at Anchor. They want us to make our podcasts and make our guests and the transitions and everything absolutely 100 percent stress-free and that's what we've been doing ladies and gentlemen so like i said without further ado this is Gabriel hernandez signing off for this episode episode 340 of kicking it with the motherfucking king i hope you guys tune in hope you like it like share rate review listen to every single episode go back and listen if you need to but like i said every episode is better and better ladies and gentlemen so um it's it's good to be back and um I'll see you guys soon on the next episode. So we'll be back here um, probably tomorrow or the next day following that for sure. No less, no no more, no less, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to that. So without further ado, DJ, take it away.
1: Let's get high, I'm gonna set your place on fire, let's get high, I'm gonna set your place on fire, let's get high, I'm gonna set your place on fire, let's get high